Hi, I'm Roxanne, and it's time to Rox It Up. And this week, I'm talking to my fangirls out there, and there's a lot of us. We obsess over our favorite stars. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I became a DJ. I've been a passionate music fan my whole life, and there's a lot of us out there on social media that connect. So we're going to talk to some of my fangirls out there. I have Casey on the phone. She's a big fangirl. Yeah. I mean, there are worse hobbies to have than being a fangirl. I know. <laughs> So when the video for Michael Ray Fangirl came out, I instantly thought of you. He's my favorite. He's such a heartthrob. So you've been obsessing over him for a while? Yeah, I saw him two times opening up for somebody. Like, I don't even remember who it was. He was such a small artist and nobody really knew who he was. And I was like, oh, he's good. And then I saw him again at Faster Horses. And then I was like, ooh, I have to go see him some more. So me and all my friends have been, like, traveling around everywhere to go and see him. So... We just saw, I just saw him for the sixth and seventh time this weekend. And then we're going to see him at the Opry next month. So does Michael Ray recognize you at this point? Does he know, oh, there's Casey? I'm not sure if he knows my name. He might, but he 100% recognizes all of us at this point. Well, I mean, his song pretty much is an ode to all the fangirls out there. Yeah, it really is. So when he came through town um, last month and I got to interview him, I don't know if you heard it. So we talked about that. He talked about just how crazy the fans are and how, you know, he really is thankful for, you know, for girls like you. And and there's guys, too, that support country artists, not as crazy as us. Right. (laughs) So and, you know, and they realize that without the fans, um, they wouldn't be where they are. Yeah, totally. Do you spend all your paycheck on concert tickets and traveling? Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) It's kind of sad at this point because, like, I'm like, oh, I can't. Like, I just spent, like, $150 on his album release party, like, bundle on his website. My dad is like, why are you doing this? Like, I have to. I need to. They don't understand. He doesn't get it. Well, I saw on your social media that you got accepted to Belmont University. So very exciting. What are you going to be studying? Yeah, music business. I don't know exactly what I want to like do with it. But that gets you closer to the stars. And then you're going to be in Nashville. Yeah. So that worked that's, out. That's awesome. Uh-huh. So when you saw the video for Michael Ray's new song, Fangirl, what did it do to you? How did it make you feel? Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Well, I heard it for the first time in October because we, he's been playing it live. And... The intro is, like, so exciting. (laughs) And so, like, the album version is so good. And I really like it. And it kind of makes you think that everything you're doing and everything you are is worth it, right? Yeah. All right, I'm talking with fangirls because it's a crazy world we live in. Tori's on the phone. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good. And I think, Tori, you're the first fangirl that I became really friendly with here at WYCD. So it's kind of special. Well, thanks. <laughs> well, you know, it's good to be a fan, right? Of course. And we should probably point out that you're a big Brett Eldridge fan. So talk about that. I mean, the last three years have been pretty crazy. I'm Since June of 2015, I have been to, it will be my 12th show in my ninth meet and greet. I've been to seven states. I have his handwriting tattooed on me, you know. <laughs> wow, you're deep. Where's your tattoo? Uh, it's on my side. So does Brett Eldridge at this point know you? Yes, he does. <laughs> Aww. I know you just went for yes. your birthday. Did he sing to you? He wished me happy birthday, mean great, but he did not. <laughs> I went to my, for my birthday last year also. I went to out to Vegas to see him headline last year. Wow. So, what does your mom yeah. think of your obsession with your favorite country stars? Well, my mom went on a little road trip with me last year to see Brett. We drove six hours. He did a uh, signing in 
Walmart in Paris, Illinois, in his hometown at midnight. And so we drove six and a half hours to Walmart. I remember that release. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got up, we stayed in Paris, and then we got up and drove three hours to Davenport, Iowa for his headlining show at a festival. <laughs> at a, yeah, it was great. I got to meet one of my, a bunch of friends, and it's a big thing that I've gotten out of this is I have friends from all over the country now, and I've gotten to meet up with a bunch of these girls and go to shows with these girls, and they're the most memorable shows that I will ever be Oh, I love that. I mean, you know, there are worse ways that we could spend our time and money. Exactly. I could be, I guess I could be addicted to a lot. <laughs> yeah, other, right. A lot of other things. So why not be addicted to country music and country oh, stars and concerts and backstage parties? Oh, yeah. I'm with Nothing you. Better. So I became a DJ. I'm like, how can I get there? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I know that Brett Eldridge is your number one, but you're also a big fangirl for Walker McGuire, and a lot of people really don't know about him. I just discovered him. It was actually April 19th, I think, was the one year of me seeing them for the first time. Okay, that is such a fangirl moment. You know, the date, the anniversary of when you first saw him. They opened uh, for Jake Owen with Matt Austin. Yeah. I didn't know who they were then, and I ended up seeing them five times last year. I just saw him at CMA Fest, and they opened for other shows I went to mm-hmm. and fell in love with them, and I actually um, won a FaceTime with them in the fall. Oh, how fun. And, uh, yeah, I saw them this year in Grand Rapids. I drove out to Grand Rapids to see them play at the intersection. They're going to be big one day. Yeah, we think so. That's why we're bringing Walker McGuire back to this year's hoedown. We can't wait. I've been posting about them on Twitter and everything. I've gotten some of my friends hooked on them. I haven't heard anything bad from anybody yet about them. So No, they're such nice guys. And, you know, at that show yeah. when they opened up for Jake Owen, it was the first time they've ever played in Detroit. So I don't know if you remember, I got to go out on stage and introduce them. And so we kind of bonded. They were like, Roxanne, this is it. This is a moment. It's happening right now. And it's yeah. with you. And I'm like, I know. Like, they're like my little babies. Yeah, it's crazy to think like this past year. I never thought that anybody would be able to compare you know, to your passion. Get close <laughs> to Brett. But I mean, the biggest thing is that, like, when a certain artist can help you through, like, the really hard times, that's how you know that, like, they're your favorite. Trust me, I love pretty much everybody in country music, but there's only certain artists that can actually, like, really help you through those tough times. Yeah. And Walker McGuire is one of those, are one of those artists now that can help me through that. And that's really special. So, they're hands down my top two favorites. And the really cool thing about following an artist so closely and being so passionate is you're a part of their journey as it happens. Trying to find that artist to follow from the very beginning. And I even told them, I'm like, you know what? You guys are that artist to follow Aww. from the very beginning, getting up to the stadium shows and sold out shows. And, you know, well, I'm sure I'm they like, appreciate you. You guys are going to do that. You guys are going to do that. I see it happening. We see it happening. Hey, I think we should call it Walker McGuire is the next big thing. We're calling it on my Rocks It Up podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so when you first heard that song, Michael Ray Fangirl, because that's kind of what started me and uh, wanting to talk to all the fangirls out there, what did that song mean to you? Honestly, it teared up a little bit. It, I mean, it just brought me to the front row of concerts and, you know, with all my friends that I don't see very often. And Aww. that's literally my happy place and my favorite place to be. Yeah, I think Michael Ray knocked it out of the park with that song because he yeah. really described the fangirl. Yeah, definitely. Well, Tori, thank you for calling to talk to me about being a big fangirl. Absolutely, Roxanne. Okay, so I'm so excited to talk to another fangirl who, like me, we're not teenagers. I have Country Fan 86 on the phone. Hello. Hello. 
So don't you think it's kind of funny that here we are grown women and we obsess over these country stars? We're reliving our 20s. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think the perception is, you know, the young girl. It's like, no, um, adults can do it. Yes. And we kind of bonded you and I over our love for Brett Young, who's absolutely amazing. He is a good one. And he's a SoCal boy, like you're a SoCal girl. Yes, we are Southern California buddies. But when Brett Young first came by the radio station on a promo tour, way before Sleep Without You even hit the radio, I couldn't be here that day. I didn't even know what he looked like. I didn't know anything about him. I just knew we had a performance going on, but I had to leave. So the next day I get to work, every girl in the office has a picture of Brett Young at their desk. And I'm like, whoa, this guy, he was here? So then I asked, you know, can I hear a song? And I got to hear Sleep Without You. And I was like, wow, what a voice. He has a very distinctive voice, that is for sure. Very distinctive. And he's just super nice. How many times have you seen yes. Brett Young in concert? Oh, girl, just put me on the spot. It's, I did a count. It's at least a dozen times. Well, he's only been to Michigan yes. so many times. So you've traveled a little bit to see him. I've been to Ohio um, a couple of times. I've been up to Grand Rapids. He's fun, you know, up central michigan so yeah i travel some yeah we will travel for our favorite stars yes absolutely and i know brett young is coming back this summer up in bay city yes can't wait finally getting back in michigan i know gosh he's the best and i know you're also a big michael ray fan so we've bonded over yes. michael ray yep we met michael ray the day before we met Brett Young at the WYCD EMI Songwriter Series that yeah. you guys hosted down at Hockey Town. See, that's what a lot and of people don't know. utilize. A lot of people do not come out to these events that we put on. And people don't realize that at these events, there was, what, 100 people there each night that every person that went got to talk and hang out with the artists because they're like, well, how do you meet them? Well, you go to these little intimate events, and it's a way to actually talk and have a conversation, and you get to know the artist as a person, so you can really then, when you see how true and genuine they are, you can really get behind their music then. Yeah, absolutely. And country artists, more than any other genre of music, because I've kind of been all over in my radio career, are the kindest. Um, they're the yes. most genuine, and they I feel like they really care about you as a fan. Yes, yeah, I agree with that completely. So Michael Ray's fangirl song is what inspired me to talk to some of my fangirl posse out there. What did that song mean to you the first time you heard it? It was a little different than what I've used to for Michael Ray, but I liked it. And it's one of my daughter's favorites because Dana is a huge Michael Ray fan. And she really likes, she listens to it all day long every day. So <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of fun for mom and daughter to have this bond over music and being fangirls, basically. She loves going to concerts with me and people sit there and you want to hang out with your mom? And it's like, well, yeah, we have so much fun at these country concerts. It's some good, you know, experience. So, you know, 20 years from now, we'll remember back when she was a teenager in high school, we went to country concerts. Well, thank you for being such a big supporter of Brett Young and everything you're doing out there in the social world. I know he appreciates it, too. Any of the Brett Young fans out there can check us out on Facebook on the Brett Young Official Fan Club. If you want to stay in the know, follow their fan bases on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Well, Country Fan 86, thank you for being a big country supporter of WYCD and uh, for talking to me today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. And uh, on to the next fangirl. I have Sarah on the phone. She's a diehard Kid Moore fan. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good, and thank you for chatting with me today about being a big fangirl. Hey, no problem. And I think you're the biggest Kid Moore fan I know. Of course. <laughs> so let's talk about how many years have you been following Kit Moore? Actually... 
since like the end of 2015. I didn't know who he was at first. Like I'd heard his songs and I liked him, but I was always like, oh yeah, that guy, who does that song again? And then, I don't know, all of a sudden it like clicked. And And now um, you're part of a cult. uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How many times have you seen Kim Moore in concert? Um, Like if you had to guess. Probably 29 or 30. And how many times have you met him? Probably half of those times at least. So does he know who you are? Oh yeah, he knows who I am. But that's a good thing. He doesn't roll his eyes when he sees me. Yeah. He's probably happy. You're a diehard fan. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm pretty nice, too. You know, some people are, like, crazy. A little crazy, expect, yeah. Like, expecting from these artists just because they, you know, recognize them. It's like, no, they're people, too, you guys. What is it for you as a, you know, music lover, a fangirl about Kit Moore? You know, what is it about his music or just him as a person that you're just so attracted to? Um, I think it's, like, for his songs, there's something, like, relatable in all of it, whether it's in, like, a nostalgic kind of way, which is more like what Up All Night was. Yeah. So, you know, after I met him and I realized he was just a really down-to-earth guy, it it makes it easy to support people who don't go around acting like they're celebrities and are just, you know, every time you see them, they're like, hey, how you doing? You know, yeah. it's, it's just kind of nice and refreshing, which you get with a lot of country music artists. Talking about Kit Moore and, you know, sometimes the stuff you hear on the radio, which is awesome, but when you go to a show, when you see the live show, I think you always get a better interpretation of who the artist is as an artist. So what is the best way for you to describe Kit Moore on stage? I mean, he's very energetic, very passionate about what he does. My favorite performances are um like when he can do like the acoustic performances oh, yeah. and he starts talking about the background of songs um and like what inspired him and some of the stuff you're just like oh you my god fall in that's... love with them yeah because well there was one um i got to go to the first listen when slow heart came out which was in chicago and they played the whole album it was semi-acoustic because the whole band was there but it wasn't like you know it wasn't like a big Full show, show. So. yeah right um, and he started talking about this one song on their Try Again, and it's this really, like, romantic-sounding song. And he's like, yeah, I got my inspiration for part of this, for a couple lines in the song from The Walking Dead. And I stood there and laughed. He was like, yeah, I just, there was this line in, in The Walking Dead, and he really likes The Walking Dead. He'll say that, you know, he said that in interviews before. And you just have to laugh because you're like, oh, you you think that the inspiration came from, like, a girl or yeah, a real life love affair or whatever. And then you realize, wow, okay, that's just, he's just a person too. It just, you know, struck yeah. him. He's on the tour and, bus watching Walking Dead and then writes a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a song that's really good, actually. Girl, every song is good. I love his new one. His new single, Last Shot. If you are my last <laughs> shot, I love uh, it. Oh, it just makes yeah. you think about it, you know, it makes you think about that last shot. And I liked the video and stuff where it wasn't all the lovey-dovey romantic stuff. He was talking more about there's other relationships in your life that it can apply to. Well, since all of us haven't seen Kim Moore 29 times, what's, uh, you know, something that you know about him that maybe we don't? He's one that kind of forgets lyrics sometimes, too, which is funny. Or he'll go back and he'll, like, sing the the first verse or the second verse again, and he's like, oh. Hold on, you know, and he'll just have to correct from that. And it's just, it's kind of fun to see stuff live. Yeah, oh, for sure. So being that you've seen him so much, he obviously hasn't been to Detroit all these times, so you travel to see Kip mm-hmm. Moore. Yep, I've actually, I've made a lot of friends through this. Like, you talk to him on, on social media and stuff, and you're like, oh, I think I'm going to go to this show or that show, and they just happen to be there. And you click with some people, you don't click with others. 
but it's just kind of fun to be able to do that. And I like to travel anyway. So I've started finding other stuff to do and make like long weekends out of it if I go to a Kip show. That's so fun. I mean, you got to live your life and, and do what you want, right? Exactly. I mean, I'm single, no kids, so Might as I've well. got to live it up, right? <laughs> live it, do it for me, girl. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us on your love for Kip Moore and being a fangirl. Well, you're welcome. And thank you for listening to WYCD. No problem. I love you guys. And now I'm talking to Kayla. She's a big Michael Ray fan, right? Um, yes. So besides Michael, we'll get to him. Is there anybody else that you're a big fangirl over? Chris Lane. Yeah, Chris Lane is amazing too. Were you at the 10-man jam? Yes. Oh my God. Was that not the best time? Yeah, it was so amazing. I'm seeing him three times next weekend. Chris Lane? Yeah. Where are you going? Grand Rapids, Traverse City, and Flint. Well, I don't even realize he was playing in all those places. Yeah. <laughs> See, only you fangirls know what's going on. You know more than a DJ. <laughs> yeah. So what do your parents think about, you know, you going to all these shows and everything? My dad's mad that I'm going three shows next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Is he paying for them? No. It's your money. <laughs> you know, you only live once. Exactly. And, like, it's, like, my start of my summer. So, like, why can't I go have fun? You should, girl. Yeah. So, Kayla, um, your biggest claim to fame is Michael Ray last year saw your tweet and got you tickets and a ride to see him at the Rocking Country Music Fest. The best. <laughs> I mean, what did your heart do when you saw that he responded to you? I thought it was a fake account. I didn't even know that it was real, so I, like, took time to open it. But then I opened it and realized it was actually him. And I started running around my dorm room freaking out. <laughs> I mean, wow. Is that the first time he's ever, like, reacted to you on Twitter? Like, he favorited a few of my tweets, like, during the summer, but, like, never messaged me off Twitter. Right. Um, it was really crazy. How many times have you met Michael Ray? Nine. So I'm guessing he definitely knows who you are. I think so. <laughs> I hope so. So when you first heard his song, Fangirl, which is what inspired my podcast to talk to these fangirls, how did it make you feel? Were you just like, this is all about me? Yeah, I heard it back in October when he sang it live and like I was in love with it. So I've been listening to it like uh, like the live version since October. And so then it finally came out and it's like my favorite song right now. I know. I mean, Michael Ray's the best. When I had a chance to interview him recently, we talked about the fans and he really credits you guys for, you know, his success. He's like, if it wasn't for the fans, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. You know, obviously, Michael Ray, I don't know why he hasn't blown up like Sam Hunt level. Yeah. What the hell? I mean, he should. I know. All of his music is so good. And he's such a good performer. And I don't know. He needs Everyone needs to listen to him so he can blow up. <laughs> I know. I feel like he's still like trying to get it. And it's like, no, he's yeah. in my eyes already got it. But. Yeah. Only us diehard fangirls feel like this. Yeah. He's like the nicest person to meet, too. So besides Michael Ray's new song, Fangirl, do you have a favorite of his? Obviously, Kiss You in the Morning, because like that's like the song that got me into right. him. Right, yep. And then um, this other song called Everything in Between. He sang it for us a few weeks ago when we asked him, and it's probably my favorite song off his first album. Well, thank you, Kayla, for not only talking with me about being a fangirl, but for listening to me on the radio. I appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. My favorite station.